Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature an episode from Paint with Torlando. In this episode, Torlando talks with Tim Brown from Hook Agency about why your website is not getting leads. This episode is sponsored by Davis Construction, the Commercial Painting Industry Association, Fresh Coat, Paint Care, Develamark, and Service Legend. Welcome to Paint Ed. My name is Torlando. I am your host coming to you in my new studio. Uh, it is a work in progress, folks. I have moved. I've got a new darker theme, you know, dark like my soul. Not, not really. I've got light soul. But I am so excited to be here today with you on the show. I've got Tim Brown from Hook Agency on. And uh, I... I enjoy having Tim on. Um, Tim and Hook Agency, they're my partnering uh, marketing agency for all things uh, website, SEO, and PPC. Uh, we got a great conversation scheduled today, so we're going to get into that in a minute. Before we talk about uh, th- this topic, this wonderful topic of marketing, uh, I want to give you a couple of show announcements. First off, if you are listening to this, uh, maybe you are listening to it on uh Apple Podcasts or Spotify or SoundCloud. Wouldn't you like to see my gorgeous, gorgeous face? <laughs> we did. We put this on video. We put this on video. If you go to PCA Overdrive, uh, or I'm sorry, PCAPaintEd.org, um, you can download PCA Overdrive where you will get over 500 hours of video content. That's all of the podcasts that are on the Paint Ed Network. Plus, there is content for training your people, training your painters. There's business content helping you get a little bit smarter each and every day to help you run a better business. PCA Overdrive, it is like our version of like Disney Plus or Netflix. It's an app that you download. It's $5.99 a month if you are not a member and it's free included in membership. If you're a member of the PCA, head down to the uh, to the app store to download it or go to PCAPayEdOver.org uh, to download it. Okay, nailed that. Um, second, if you are in your, everybody here is in their busy season. You're usually listening to this, you know, in time. Things are busy. You're hiring a lot of folks. Sometimes you're struggling. If you are trying to find people to add to your business, I highly recommend going to jobs.pca.painted.org to list your job. And let me tell you, if you connect this to Viva HR, which is a uh, job posting platform that connects to 50 or to 60 different job boards like Indeed, ZipRecruiter, Monster, Google, uh, you get massive expansion. And let me tell you something. I personally use Viva HR to recruit my team. I've been recruiting in multiple locations over the past three weeks. And I've gone through, I've gotten over 150 candidates in the past two weeks. Uh, I am getting candidates like crazy. And I'm telling you, obviously I have to sift through a lot of, uh, you know, tough ones, but there are some real gems that are applying for these jobs. I highly recommend going to jobs.pcapaint.org to list your job. And I really, really recommend leveraging Viva HR to expand that post to all those, uh, to all those jobs. Tons of great stuff. If you haven't heard yet, uh, my book Sprint, it is out. The second edition is out. on Amazon, available for Amazon. If you are trying to figure out how to manage your people, organize your team structure, get your schedule in check and manage cash flow, this is the book for you. I highly recommend checking out my book. It's called Sprint, the Scrum Playbook for Paint Trade and Craftsman Professionals, available for Amazon on Amazon.com. And and if you just, you know, search my name, Torlando plus Sprint, it's going to pop up. I highly recommend the book. All right. Um, 
let's talk about today's topic. I'm excited about it because uh, marketing is something that is so fun for me. And so when I get to bring on a, a professional company like Hook Agency, it is such a delight. And, and let me tell you something about marketing. I was talking to somebody, uh, somebody was, uh, I was actually, this was part of an interview. I was interviewing for a painter and this is a, a young lady. She's a graphic designer, likes uh, marketing. And one thing that she said, I said, well, what, why are you applying for a, a paint job? And she said, well, it seems like ever since COVID that uh, all of the, that there's just a lot of competition in the marketing space. It seems like so many people have entered in and, you know, they're, like I, when I applied for a graphic design job, there were like 2000 applicants. Here's the deal marketing is seen as this thing that you can do from anywhere. It's like the, you know, it's like a remote work, you know, like everybody would love to do that. And so if there is any, if you have any experience whatsoever, if you've ever, uh, you know, made a, a logo for your uncle's business, or you've you know done a website on Wix or whatever, all of a sudden you can just call yourself a marketer. And that's, and that's what the market is flooded with right now. There are so many people who are getting these, you know, two week certifications and, you know, and, and they're just going through and they're calling themselves a marketer and it's hard to find the real deal. Holy field out there of marketers hook agency is the real deal. Okay. They, they really are now they, they're going to cost like the real deal, but they know what they're talking about. All the things that you try to do as a paint company, you elevate the level of customer service that you offer. You uh, actually have team that's trained and that's paid well, and you actually follow the rules. That's the kind of agency that I'm bringing on here. I'm not just bringing, bringing on somebody who's, who's just doing this from home. These are, these are going to be some real, uh, real, real tips that will help you get the leads that you need. That's their whole thing, hook leads. So I'm really excited to have uh, them on the show. As we were talking, we were talking specifically about, about the website. And, you know, when I, when I do surveys, you know, in, in, in the paint ed group or other people are doing surveys and they're asking, where are your leads coming from? So many people are saying that, you know, Facebook and Google is really, really where things are coming from. And it does not seem like they are quite leveraging the power of their website they have one maybe they you know paid somebody low cost to put it together but it's not quite performing it's not quite delivering okay what does it take to get your website to to deliver and so that's what we're going to talk about on today's show um I, I, you know what's great about what I love about hook agency and people know that I'm a, a story brand guy they follow the framework um they, uh, they, they know what the heck they're doing. So we're going to have a great conversation about this. Um, all right. I'm excited. I, if you, if you guys can't tell I'm excited, uh, then you, you're just not listening to, to, to my tone of voice. I'm super excited. Let's go ahead and bring on Tim Brown of hook agency. Hey, Tim, welcome to the hey. show. How are you doing? Welcome back. Hey. You've been on before. Yes, sir. But it's always a pleasure. That's I'm right. extremely excited. I, uh, I agree very much with what you're saying. Anyone's doing this, this these days. It's kind of like some of these home service businesses where it's very easy to kind of get in and kind of throw some stuff together. And to be honest, some of those people sometimes annoy the customer, right? Mm -hmm. And then honestly, as a marketing agency, I get the brunt of that. Maybe you've experienced that as a home service provider that some of these lower end companies are actually angering i know that for a fact that a lot of home service yeah, businesses yeah. They, they, you, there's a bad reputation to work through because sometimes people don't do what they say they're going to do or they don't call back or they don't communicate in certain ways so we deal with that reputation of marketing agencies with some the marketing agency reputation is scam spam uh mm -hmm. just kind of like lack of professionalism so right. Everything's outsourced, you know, yeah, that exactly. Yeah. I, so I'm trying to fight that a little bit. Um, but at the same time, like 
I, I tell contractors uh, to take as much responsibility as they can, even though it hurts. I, I call it extreme ownership for your marketing. Because right. if you if you're on your third or fourth agency and they still suck, <laughs> who's the common denominator here? No, I'm I'm being mean. I'm being mean, but I, I want people to take a little bit more responsibility because I think if you do, if you start to say, I can learn to choose better, mm. I can learn to choose better, then you have a little bit more control. That's the that's the thing about extreme ownership, is I yeah. feel better when I take more ownership. I say I can choose an agency better. I'm this is a this is a little bit of a an art. And I'm mm-hmm. gonna learn the art of choosing a marketing agency. And the quick notes on that are just like look for reviews, look for case studies, and then maybe even call some of their clients. It's not that crazy. Sure. Sure. Well, and what I like about, about you guys is that you made a decision to niche down and focus on contractors Mm -hmm. and you've had a tremendous amount of respect uh, or success in the roofing industry, Mm -hmm. which I'll tell you, you know, when we look across different industries, there are certain trades that are just a little bit further along in some aspects of business, um, building than, than we are. And, and that's Mm -hmm. a critique that I, you know, that I see that I own, that I, that I respect, you know, but when I look at Mm -hmm. folks in roofing, when I look at folks in HVAC, I'm like, man, they, they are just a little bit further along and there's a lot that we can learn. And, and that's why I kind of went outside of, you know, of the painting industry to find somebody who, I mean, if somebody who knows how roofers know how to get leads. I mean, that's the, that's the fact. And, and I think that, um, you know, when I follow you on LinkedIn and on Facebook and I see what you guys are are doing, um, I'm amazed at the results. Um, can you tell us, um, why you think it's important to, why it was important for you to niche down into, into contractors? Yeah, absolutely. I just want to be really good at a few things and, I had a business coach that told me to niche down. So I, I did what my business, do what your business coach tells you to do. Listen, I should have listened sooner and done it sooner. Um, my favorite part, I thought it was just going to be sales and marketing that mm-hmm. niching was going to make easier because then it's like, okay, so I can go to these events and do my sales. It's easier because I'm saying contractors, etc. cetera. Um, but that has been honestly a secondary benefit. Now I'm realizing the processes and the, the reusability of stuff. Like we, Mm -hmm. we make everything completely custom, but like context, right. And like being able to, let's say, move forward confidently with one strategy. We don't have to change the strategy every single time. Now, if you're working for like a car dealership and uh, Mm -hmm. sales software, and we had like a, a, wealth management company and a dentist. Like if you got all these things, you're having to redo the strategy every time. Whereas, and and then you have this, you, you, it is bad for your marketing because then you're saying stuff like we can increase your leads or your online sales or your donations for your nonprofit. You know, like you have to say like 10 things. And so everything to do with niching, you know, let's say you're a commercial painter and you've decided to make that your main thing or something like that. You can mm-hmm. always say you can speak directly to that customer. The more niched you go, the more you resonate. And you don't honestly, you don't qual- disqualify people as much as you think. Right, you know, we, right. We do talk about roofers a lot in our marketing, as we were mentioned, but we still, you know, we have painters coming in. We have uh, plumbers coming in, they, they don't get thrown off as much as you'd think because they know that the problems are similar. And we do often right. say like essentially roofers and other home services businesses. So yeah. niching is a beautiful, beautiful thing, but it's, it's really beautiful for your processes and your team, your team. Cause your team yeah. has, your team has to be less brilliant. <laughs> That's true. Like, <laughs> like if you're not niche, like I was talking to a painter friend of mine who, I was talking about cabinets and he's like the only one on his team that can do cabinets in the spring and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he's held back by that. And there's, there's other people, um, drip leads, the guy from drip leads. What's the dude's oh, name? Oh yeah. Tanner. Um, Tanner, 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 
is like he would like literally turn down certain jobs because of the complexity. And like once you start to have a niche in whatever business, whether it's marketing or painting, you can understand and and communicate that to your people. They need, they need to learn less stuff. Yeah. And I, w- I want people to be niched even in home services so that they can experience that benefit of have like letting your people master something. Yeah. And the other, the other part of that piece, I'll, I'll wrap this up is letting there's a beauty to getting bigger that I think some people don't realize the -hmm. beauty is you let your people specialize more and more in their one thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome to, I have one employee doing two jobs right now. One employee, my last one that's doing two jobs. Yeah. She's a designer and she's a marketing manager for us. And in nine months we're choosing a path. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful because you specialize. And I used to have, everyone did like three jobs at my company. Right. Yeah. Because you had five people. So everyone had to do three jobs. So I just want to encourage people today. You know, if you don't grow, you're holding your people back. This Mm. is just my, this is my motivational. Like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Give it to us. (laughs) If If you don't grow, you're holding your people back and it's selfish. Yeah. So allow yourself to grow. It happens naturally because you, and I'm just going to speak to the high performer watching this right now. You are awesome. And you're, you're going to grow. If you let yourself stop holding yourself back, it's selfish. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And I, I agree with that 100%. You know, I was, I was talking to the painter the other day, a longtime listener of the show. Uh, and uh, we were talking about how, he, he was having a hard time with his people doing certain projects and he was having to redo stuff because the, the painter just couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, well, how many times throughout the year do you do this particular type of painting? Do you mm. give one of these a year, two of these, you got to learn how to say no to those kind of things and mm. not put your people in a position where they're having to figure stuff out. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, cool. So in terms of your, the website, cause you guys, you guys are pros at, at three things. You're, you're pros at website building, you're pros at SEO and you're pros at PPC. We want to drill in on this show, on this episode, um, getting leads via the website. Where are contractors going wrong with their website today? Why aren't they converting? Yeah, I'll just share just a, so you can hear me. Cause if I, if somebody doesn't tell me their experience real quick, I, uh, I can't hear them. So I'm going to tell you why to listen. So we've built probably a hundred websites now for contractors, nice ones. Like we're not building super cheap ones. We're building high-end websites. Our SEO clients average 71% increase in leads through SEO, you know, SEO stuff. Mm-hmm. We generate thousands of leads for home service businesses a month. Yeah. And I lead yeah. a 20 person Google specialized team that only works with contractors. So I'm not, you know, this is for you. So your website, the biggest problem is lack of trust. Like a lot of people, and this is almost every website that we look at. We, we, we look at a lot of websites. I, we will talk about it at the end of the show, but foreshadowing uh, of yeah. this winning website audit that we do for for prospects and we do a 20 point checklist of their their website and we um, figure out what could be fixed and the main thing i see is people act like somebody already knows them when they land on their website so it's Mm -hmm. honestly i think people are building these websites i don't know for your mom Mm. You're, you're building, you're building the website for your friend. Yeah. You're building, you're building the website for somebody that already knows you and they do get leads from them because somebody does refer them. Yeah. They refer them. And then that person submits a contact form. Well, Tim, I I don't even know if they're building it for anybody. You know, I think that they're just, they're just trying to get some information out. Like this is what we do, this is yeah. how you contact us. And sometimes you can't even I, find that. And I'm trying to, I'm just trying to challenge you a little bit as a painting company owner to think about it this way. 
No one knows or cares about you at all. And if you are getting anyone to this website that doesn't know you, we need to persuade them. And what mm. I find is a lot of these entrepreneurs are pretty good in person. Like oh, you yeah. meet them and I'm sure, you know, you're hanging out with them. Like, aren't they always charismatic? And oh, like, yeah. almost always they've got some kind of sales salesmanship or saleswomanship. Mm-hmm. And then they have like a, a kind of like, I like these people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, cause you can cause get a long way. I mean, you can get yeah. pretty far with that alone. Like you don't, yeah. you don't always need, especially in the early stages, you don't need your website to do a lot of the heavy yeah. lifting. If you're just, if you're just able to get out there and, and generate leads through your network. But at a yeah. certain point that that's just not enough. Right. Yeah, exactly. What we need to do is kind of pull some of those qualities that you're exuding in person and get them onto your website. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a conversation with somebody, let's say you're shaking a hand and you're, you're walking, maybe you're outside packing up and a neighbor comes over to your van and they say, Hey, um, it's, you know, it's cool that you guys were working on the, the Joneses. We, we also need some painting. Um, you're, you're shaking their hand. You're also not just sitting there talking about yourself. Right. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I've been doing this for seven years and uh, we, we do commercial and residential painting. And <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's what it sounds like on your website. Yeah, that's how it feels. Right. Just you talking at them. What if instead we were talking about them? And I know Torlando talks about this all the time, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to hammer that just yet, but I'm going to go through five things you can do on your website that will make it more likely to, to get leads. And the opposite of these is not getting leads. And we've seen this over and over and over again. Um, so the yeah. number one thing, let's get into it. Yeah. Thing, strong visual call to actions throughout the site. You'd also, once you finish that conversation, you'd also not give them a business card and say, Hey, let's do some business. You know, like right. you have to actually invite them to do business with you. And a lot of people's websites are just, they're sometimes they're aesthetic. I see a lot of beautiful yeah. painting websites. They look nice, but then there's no clear, what's the next step here. So I mean a yeah. big button, right? Right. When you land on the page, a big button says, what do you want them to do? And, and a way to know what should be on the button is if you think about yourself as a prospect and you say, I want to, Mm-hmm. finish the sentence. So that yeah. blank, that's what the button should say. I want to blank. Yeah. And it has to, it actually has to be actionable. Um, you know, it ha- actually has to let, allow them to do the thing that they want to do. And I'll, I'll give you, I'll give our listeners a hint. If, if they are looking for services, they need to schedule an estimate. That's, that's mm-hmm. the button, yeah. you know, like you don't need to get fancy with it. You don't need mm-hmm. to be clever it just needs to be straightforward schedule an estimate that's what they want and then they need to actually be able to do it you know they they are going to be my opinion they're going to be very weary of anything that is going to get them in a prolonged email sequence and i'm a guy who likes email but i know just even from my own behavior that i'm a little bit weary of something that's going to bog down my inbox i just want to be able to take action and do the thing that i need to do I love that. And my wife is just one of those people that like literally the less communication she can have with the salespeople. I was trying yeah. to schedule a house cleaning the other day. Yeah. And I, I like local businesses. Of course. So I'm yeah. trying to get, talk to those first. I'm like city name plus service, mm-hmm. white bear Lake cleaning, North Oaks cleaning. Right. I'm, I'm looking them up. I'm on Google. I'm looking at the ones I'm skipping the ones that are like aggregate websites. I'm going to the, the artisan or like, you know what I mean? Small business. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. clicking those. I'm trying to talk to them. Cause I want that a little bit more personal touch, but then I can't do anything. I can't schedule. And so I send a couple contact forms. I forget about it. And the next day somebody calls me during work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's no, I don't have time. I'm a busy guy. Your best customers right. are busy. Right. Your best customers don't want to do that. Um, so I went on handy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. the, the next Saturday. And I said, I need a cleaning tomorrow. Scheduled it right there. Boom, boom, boom. Done there in the morning. Like yeah. it, it kind of, it, it probably drives people nuts. I'm not even proud of that. 
I'm not even proud of that, but I needed my house cleaned. I, I needed my house cleaned, okay? And yeah. so the point, the point that I'm getting at is the closer you can get them to actually taking real action instead of just like submitting mm-hmm. something out into the ether. Okay, yeah. so the number well, can two- I add, Can I add one more thing? And I think it's going to yeah. lend itself into, into this next, you know, into this trust building thing. Yeah. Um, another, you know, if they're not quite ready to schedule, one thing that's been working really well for me, and I've, I've noticed, I've almost noticed more traction on this than the schedule and estimate button has actually been the chat. Uh, mm. People have been there. They feel very comfortable asking basic questions in the chat. A lot of times it's like a ball, you know, they're just looking for a ballpark. Here's an example. Just the other day, I closed a job, did it completely virtually. Okay. Because they got onto my webpage and they went into the chat and I, I chose to use uh, Facebook messengers chat widget because it's free. And because once they, if they sign in, then it's connected to their messenger forever. Mm, and yeah. I can I can maintain and continue that that relationship with them. So I choose to use the Facebook Messenger over the other ones like Intercom and you know yeah. all that. So and sometimes like Facebook Messenger like alerts are more like I want to read that more than I want to read a text. It's weird. It feels more intimate yeah, or something. Yeah, there's something about it that that people are just going to it because there's this ease factor, but they're but they're getting to talk to a real person in real time. And that I think that increases the trust factor, you know, mm-hmm. especially if you don't overly use the automated, you know, stuff, but yeah. you actually respond like a person. But this person, she she, you know, came in through the website, went to the chat. I said, uh, you know, are you looking for a ballpark or an in-home estimate. She said a ballpark. I said, cool. Send me some pictures. This it's a tool that she already knows how to use. And she started, you know, snapping pictures, send them to me. I was able to put together a price. I got her on the phone. We talked about it. She was like, that's great. I sent her over the proposal. She sent the down payment. It, it was a done deal all through chat. Uh, <laughs> and so that's a call to action as well, you know, utilizing your chat and having that cool. visible yeah. website. Yeah. So talk to me Love about it. why, you know, what to do about this trust factor. So I think that's, that's important. That first piece yeah. is important visually being, you know, having that call to action, but again, getting them to cross the threshold and to actually take yeah. action. Uh, sure. there's, there's some barriers there, right? Yeah. I basically say like, web designers use this idea of above the fold what's above Mm -hmm. the fold and it's a little bit of an old term it used to be like before when you fold the newspaper uh the thing that was above the fold and it is before the scroll right it's before the scroll and you want to have trust factors before they scroll Mm-hmm. So I really, if it was like ideal scenario and it didn't look crazy messy, which I know we're all conscious of aesthetics here because painters, you know, but I would shove a lot of trust factors up there. And one of the, one of the main ones, if there was only one would be, I call it a trustimonial. It's not mm-hmm. just a testimonial because a testimonial, it's easy to tune out, right? A, a testimonial is easy to tune out. This is what I call a testimonial that it's almost like more like a widget. You've got the photo of the person that left the review. You've Mm -hmm. got the star rating. So Mm -hmm. five stars and where that review was left. So Google or Facebook or Angie or whatever it happened to be, you had the logo of where the review was left. So you've got the photo, five stars, where the review was left. And you probably don't want to have like all of it. You probably need to get the excerpt of like two or three sentences. Yeah, yeah. And so what I'm looking for here is I'm trying to help them identify. I want, I want smiling, happy customers. I want mm-hmm. real looking information. I don't want this to be, I, I've, I've been on a lot of website design projects. I've literally had people send me, oh, I can create one for like, no, sir. I don't want to. <laughs> but that's how people, people know that those might not be real. Like customers yeah. know that those might not be real, but the more you attach it to a place that was left that they can go verify, mm-hmm. they're, less, they're less likely to even need to verify it. Right. 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 Other, yeah, trust, that makes factors, other trust factors might be like your, you know, paint companies that you work with. The, they might be uh, awards that you've gotten. It might be BBB. 
Uh-huh. Like, yeah. God forbid, because I know yeah. I know a lot of small businesses hate BBB, but the point is, is it is recognizable. So I don't even. Well, care. yeah, we're not yeah. romantic about business here, right? Yeah. We're we're literally we're trying to get ourselves more leads. So well, and I'll throw a nod to I'll throw a nod to the association getting your accreditation and being accredited, yeah. uh, you know, PC Ooh. member. Yep. And you get a Putting badge. Badges up. You get a badge. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, that's beautiful. Get your PCA. If you don't have that, get it because that's a beautiful one. Anything that's like a niched badge is a beautiful mm-hmm. thing for the persuasiveness. They don't even have to be like, you don't need 10 of them. So stop doing that thing where you do like the <laughs> banner with like 20 of them. You just need a line and you want to make it subtle. You don't even have, you don't want to hit them over the head with it. Yeah. I'm you don't need, you don't need every year that you won the Angie's list super yeah. service award up there since, yeah. you know, 1970. No. Uh, yeah. Let's use one of the super service awards. You know what I mean? Like let's keep it, <laughs> sure. let's keep it to like five tops and you can use other ones in other places, but honestly you want to make them feel clean and branded. Mm-hmm. So trust factors like badges, trustimonials, pictures of your real team and pictures mm-hmm. and videos of your real customers ideally, ideally smiling and experiencing the benefit of your product or service. Maybe they're sitting in front of the work. Um, yeah. Number three, and this really is a, it's, it's a clean segue because I want emotionally persuasive images and headlines, making the mm-hmm. ideal customer, the hero of the story and helping the people on the website, imagine themselves doing business with you. This yeah. is where it's like, get over your apprehension to just go full marketer. Like right. some of us need to stop shaming ourselves for being salespeople, right? We, you're not, you're not a bad person because you sell. Okay. You're an amazing yeah. person that is connecting somebody with the product or service and they would not get it unless somebody sold them it and they yeah. want it. Right. You're helping them experiencing experience much closer to their ideal life by selling them this. So, and same yeah. with marketing, but, people get but you're down. not the, but you're not the hero of this story. And that's, yes. I think the, the important thing. And if I could go no. on my story brand soapbox for please, a minute, uh, so often I, and I've heard other marketing companies do this, say, we're going to help you tell your story. We're going to mm-hmm. help you become the hero and save the day of this customer. That is wrong. Your customer views themselves as the hero of their own story, period. Okay. Think about being a consumer. Think about being somebody who, who has a home. Your first instinct in any type of uh, problem solving endeavor is to try to solve the problem on your own. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you would never think to yourself, oh, I need to hire somebody to make a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You would, you would never do that because making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is really easy. And the mm. time that it would take to hire somebody to bring them in and to do it for you, you could have made it and eaten it yourself before you even picked up the phone. So you would, if you extrapolate that, you you think about like, okay, I need to do some basic touch-ups. I really I want some, a PB&J right now. I bet you do. Yeah, they're I, so good. They're probably really good. I was like, then you slather the peanut butter on the bread. <laughs> yeah. Then you got some then, real and, good. Yeah, if you can find the honey slather. roasted creamy, that's you know that's the ticket. Kroger brand <laughs> in particular. So, anyways, if you <laughs> the but if you look if you think about taking care of your home, there are certain things that you are going to do on your own until you reach this pain point, this threshold where you feel like you can't do it on your own where you don't have the confidence same would happen same could happen with the peanut butter and jelly if you had to make uh 500 peanut butter and jellies for a for a uh you know a, a, an assembly uh well then all of a sudden you're hiring somebody to make mm. those peanut butter and jellies right there is a threshold to which you say i can't do this on on yeah. my own and so but you still are in this mentality of i have to figure this out I'm i have done. to solve the yeah. problem i'm That's getting it I- done right that's why we love these automated things like handy. I mean, I'm just being honest, like, because mm-hmm. I'm getting it done. I felt like my wife got back from a vacation. I felt like I got the cleaning done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all I know is you saved the day. Yeah. Not this handy. Show, you did. This is showing like my just modern man privilege here. But like, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, I feel like I accomplished this. And I also right. like the, the kind of the, 
the key here is that if they feel like they made a smart decision and got something done, it still feels, they're still feeling like they, they did this, you know? Yeah. Um, so you definitely on your website, you want to use those images to make the customer feel like they are going to be the ones um, that, that are, that are accomplishing it, that they're, that they're saving the day. And you want to position yourself as the guide, the person that is going to show them how to do it. And when the, when the, the stakes get too high and they feel like I'm at the threshold of, I can't do this on my own, yeah. then then this is where, yeah, pictures of the team and yeah. all that stuff come in because you are going to help them accomplish their goal instead of, you know, treating them like a damsel in distress. What is emotionally persuasive? Like as an image, I think smiles are emotionally persuasive. People mm -hmm. in front of finished work is emotionally persuasive. Anything. And I know your work is persuasive, but it's it's ultimately like if it could be if anyone could else could have that same photo. It's not ideal. So if there's anything to spend a little bit more money on, let's say you're early on, it's probably photos and even stage photos with somebody that yeah. looks like a customer smiling in front of mm -hmm. something, you know, like yeah. smiles yeah. and kind of finished work behind them because they're the, they're the point, not like right. we want people to imagine themselves in that moment where they see the completed work. That's what we That's really right. want yeah. people to imagine. And yeah. So photos are a great place to spend money. If not some, you know, if not a fancy web design company or whatever, I think photos yeah. are a really good place to spend some money. Um, I, I completely agree, Tim. I, you know, in fact, this uh, next, next week I scheduled, uh, I scheduled a photographer to, to come out to a house that I felt like had a cool story. We, we, uh, we, we did this job. They, they reached out to us. It was uh, I think it was just kind of a word of mouth thing. Um, but she bought this, uh, this farm out in the country and she is, uh, turning it into a cat rescue. And so she's got, uh, her whole basement is filled with cats and, you know, and, and she had kind of a, a cool quirky design, you know, sense of design. So we, you know, when we went out there, we were taking videos of us doing the work, but now I'm going to schedule a photographer to go out take pictures mm -hmm. of this, of this cat rescue. That's a home and a farm and, and really try to tell a story. And, and I'm going to invite her to be in some of those pictures so that she can have those pictures for herself and for her, for her cat rescue. That's cool. And, and you can do that with, you know, families and say, Hey, um, you know, I'd love to schedule a, a photographer to come out because your house is beautiful while we're there. Um, I would love to, to, uh, pay for a couple of family portraits, um, of you, of nice. you guys in the, right. And just That's like smart. as a, as a kind freebie. Right. And, and so yeah. then they're looking nice and good and then they get, they get something out of it. And then you get Dang. this, this amazing story that you can blog about. You can put those yeah. pictures out on, on your website, into blogs, onto Facebook and all of that. Um, this, this, you know, when you say spend a little bit money on, on photography, I completely agree with you on that. Yeah. I definitely, definitely do it. See, this is why I hang out with you, Torlando. <laughs> that's, a, that's a killer tip right there. I love that. For sure. So okay, putting so those images four. on, right? Yeah, number four. I'm going to go through these last two kind of quick. Number four, yeah. an emphasis on search engine optimization throughout the process. What I mean by that is ultimately you want to have your service pages, mm -hmm. any subservices, any niche pages. You want to have at least 500 words on them. You want them to almost be like a second homepage. Because yeah. people you said 500 words, at least 500 words. Yep. Okay. Of unique content. You don't want it to be copy and paste anywhere from the internet. You want it to be your business. You want to think of it like a little bit of a sales letter. Mm -hmm. Like I'm writing a, a kind letter to my ideal customer. Um, I'm also sharing some of those common questions that I get in the sales process. That's the ideal kind of copy on mm -hmm. that, on that service page. And I like to lead with a form or some kind of scheduler or something like that on, on these types of pages as well, not just the homepage. So I think of it like a second homepage because ultimately what we want is people to get onto this page from a search engine. So right. we're actually building this from the get, like we're going to help people get to this page alone by itself. And they're not even sometimes going to go to the homepage. And that's kind of the difference I think in the mindset we want every single page. A lot of people's websites, the homepage looks nice. And then every other page looks like 
mm, bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> and then number five is really clear differentiating features. I, I do, I do want to note there's a lot more to search engine optimization to that. Um, there's, you want to have a good amount of content per page. You want to have interlinking. Can you repeat this? Sorry. Can you repeat yeah. this? Cause uh, you broke up just a little bit. Sorry. So I, w- I want to note that there's a lot more to search engine optimization than just creating content on the key pages. You want to have like location pages too. That's another big one. If one other thing, mm-hmm. just, you know, l- suburb name plus painting, like actually having those pages out there, mm-hmm. having all the like suburbs and even smaller cities that you serve, it will really help you be more visible. I, I yeah. believe like, having more city pages is one of the big improvements that people can make. And then there's just so many other little things for search engine optimization. I'd be happy to chat with you about it. If you ever want to connect, look into SEO. If you're not going to work with an agency, look into it. It's fun. We have a just Google hook agency SEO basics. I literally try to give you like the five things I would do if nothing else hook agency SEO basics. And you can get like, exactly how to do it. I just want to help people because I also want you to be a customer later for us if you're not ready for us yet. Okay. So number five, really clear differentiating features. So what can a competitor not say? Mm -hmm. Uh, Marketing speak, unique value propositions, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but what makes you special? It's what makes you special. That this one, Tim, uh, to me, I find it, uh, I actually find it a little hard because, yeah. uh, you know, we're painters and, um, you know, aside from like, okay, if we focus on commercial or we co- focus on residential or industrial yeah. outside of that, uh, yeah. I feel like the common things, communication, yeah. uh, it's That's like anybody I, can yeah. say those things, right? Like how yeah. do we, how do we actually create a, a differentiator? It gets really specific. Like I'm talking really specific. So let's do it for you. You let's talk about your. Yeah. Craftsman painting. So what's something that you guys do on every job that you like have seen other people fail wildly on, like other painters don't do it and you sell against that. Um, I would say that we, um, we send a status update every two weeks in between the close of the sale and the start of the job. And Done. then we, is that enough? That's one. That's one. That's one. That's one. We are going to literally keep you posted on everything up to the point that we start and, and beyond. Right. Cause, and mm-hmm. what are you using for that? What is What tool are you using for that? Just email. Okay. Um, yeah. I think that there's another one that's kind of, I'm trying, I try to remember this. There's one that does that automated stuff. Like, like the person's coming out and stuff like that. I can't remember what it is. Oh, like a, but, like a pizza tracker. Yeah. Pizza tracker, but for, <laughs> you know, yeah. so I, I'm trying to remember what that is. I'll tell you later and you can drop the link in the, in the sure. show notes. If you, if I remember to do that. Anyways, the point is, is that right there, that right there is literally saying it specifically. I'm not saying with marketing language, I'm saying, saying it cut and dry. We will yeah. message you every two weeks with your update until we get to your, your job. So mm-hmm. like, basically you want to make it weirdly specific. Yeah. You know, like if you've got like an extended cleanup process that mm-hmm. other painters don't always do and they leave their trash around, mm-hmm. like brand it, mm-hmm. brand your, your extended cleanup process. Yeah. TM extended clean painting cleanup, you know, like, <laughs> when I, like come up, like I like little brands yeah, like sure. within your process. Like, and if you come up with like icons and like oh. little brands, like I'm not saying be cute all the time. I'm saying be clear in the brand name too. Like if you're branding a process, like, and, Interesting. and then have an icon for it, like almost like its own little logo, but then like yeah. say exactly what it is too. Cause then you're essentially like, then pe- like people are talking to another painter. Maybe they won't say this, but they'll be like in their head, they'll be like, do they have an extended cleanup process you know, like, <laughs> yeah 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 you're taking these little things that you usually utilize in sales which are yeah they don't do it right and we do and you're kind of you're cutting a little early you're cutting yeah you're cutting 
the other guys off a little early. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the ideal website really does cut off the other guys a little early. Yeah, there's um like uh, yeah I saw I think what some of our our listeners might might uh to help you know what this idea of a branded process is if we think about um some of the paint products out there like um you know there's Benjamin Moore and they have this like Gen X color lock technology. <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah. which is like, yeah. yeah, it is like totally trademarked. And it's like, yeah. you can go and say, yes, it has Gen X, you know, color lot, you know, all that. Yeah. But we're talking about doing this on as a process. Right. And so, yeah. you know, for us, like for my company, you know, going back to I'll, just another promo for my book. Right. Uh, yeah. This is a this is a process. This is how we work with our customers. We use the Sprint uh, scheduling system, the Sprint workflow. And, uh, and it has an icon, so I'm, I'm going to have to use that. And it's, yeah. and that will differentiate how we process the work with people. Like we mm. will, we will, we stay on schedule because we follow this branded system, the sprint system yeah. for scheduling. I, I'm going to steal that, uh, today. Well, I stole <laughs> so. it from Tony else too. So we'll just keep on stealing. Okay. <laughs> are awesome. And just being really clear, like getting weirdly specific about what you do that other people don't do. And not, like, like I said, don't make it cute all the time. The right. branded, the brand should also be clearly stating what it is too. Don't get, don't get too cute. Sure. Okay. Now, if you want somebody to look through your website and actually tell you whether you're doing this stuff right or not, you can go to hookagency.com slash audit. We'll do a 20 point audit of your website on a video. We use loom uh, mm -hmm. for that to um, talk you through what we're seeing and what you could be doing better. The average score is like 50 or 60%. So don't be mad if you, you know, it's a little harsh, but mm -hmm. the good news is it will tell you specific things of what you could do to improve. It will be this, but just kind of extrapolated out into a 20. We have a 20 point checklist. And these are things that we are doing on every single one of our websites every single time. So we're really focused on, um, you know, you had mentioned at the beginning, like we're expensive. So I'm, <laughs> I'm like, we, we have a lot of clear cut processes. We have a lot yeah. of checklists and we have like, I brand checklists internally for ourselves all the time. And I do use those in the sales process. I show people, this is what you're getting. You're not just getting some guy that goes in and tweaks the meta titles and descriptions on your website. One time at the beginning of a launch, you're getting a consistent, dare I say it, relentless search engine mm. marketing team that only works with home service businesses. We have three designers, three developers, three writers, three SEOs, three PPCs. Like we have three of stuff <laughs> and we're really <laughs> focused on like checklists and process because a lot yeah. of companies cut corners. They're copying and pasting content. We have in-house writers and designers that do everything custom every time. And like a lot of agencies, this is what I see. You're talking about the people. It's the equivalent to the like single person. I'm not mad at single person businesses, but the problem is, is that there's a lack of clear deliverables. And I even struggled that with that when I was starting this business, right? I struggled with even documentation, uh, documentation. So we document everything. We send it over. You have a Google drive with everything that we got done for that month. Uh, if we're doing mm -hmm. SEO with you, we have a live dashboard. We have diligent monthly reporting and clarity on next steps and any mm. pivots, we collaborate with you every single month on that stuff. We have content calendar, all this stuff. It's a lot of stuff. I'm not going, I can't go all the way into it, but the point is go to hookagency.com slash audit to, to get a, a professional designer completely focused on home service businesses to look at your website and give you that 20 point checklist and what you're winning and what you, what you could do better on. Awesome. Awesome. Well, folks, like I said, uh, yeah, definitely check out Tim and Hook Agency. Uh, thank you, Tim, for being on the show. Uh, what a great conversation. Before I let you go, let's paint a picture for our audience here. If they get this website stuff down, mm. what does their life look like? You get a lead at 9 p.m. into your inbox. You're sitting in your bed. You're just reading a book because you're old, but you're happy. And you 
and you're reading a book. This is me like last night. Yeah. Get the lead. It pops up on your phone. You look at it. You know that there's like an autoresponder. So they're taken care of or you or a scheduler or whatever happens to be. You know the next steps taken care of. You don't have to do anything, but you've got that regularly happening. There's just a lead, lead, lead. You know, some days it's five, some days it's two, but you got this regular rhythm coming in that just soothes your soul. You're more likely to keep your current employees. You're more likely to be able to pay them more because you're not desperate and you're able to be more selective because mm-hmm. you don't take junk work because you don't have enough leads. That's the problem. Some people say I have more work than I possibly want to do with. Well, raise your prices and get more selective. Mm-hmm. Raise your prices and get yep. more selective. And profitable. You're going to be more profitable because of this, because when you are selective and you say no more often to bad customers, you're going to be more profitable. And that's going to be a pleasant thing for your life and your wife's wife's life or your husband's life or whoever. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, Tim. Thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. All right, there we have it. Tim Brown from Hook Agency, uh, riveting conversation. I uh, I enjoy talking to Tim. We we talk often, um, and uh, it's been a it's been a pleasure to have uh, him as 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 part of uh, my extended team. Um, if you want to listen to this show, if you want to listen to the replay of this show, uh, definitely go down to PCA Overdrive. You hit up PCAPaintEd.org and download the app. Um, you could get this show, you could watch the video, uh, and, uh, and watch it on replay. Um, and what I'll say, uh, finally, if you are interested, if you need some help with, with marketing your business, um, and you, and you're just not so sure where to go, uh, and you want to have a, a, an ask a peer session, this is a, this is a free benefit to the, uh, from the PCA. Um, you can sign up, with a, uh, you can sign up for a time with me. And I'm on the Ask a Peer Network. There are a handful of us on there, okay? And if you sign up at Higgs.Digital, you can book a half-hour conversation with me. Uh, I had one just the other day. It was great. Um, you know, we, we brought some clarity. We got some, some real ideas that we can go implement to tomorrow, uh, that the contractor could implement tomorrow. And, uh, and, and that is a free resource to you as a member of the PCA um, the Ask Career Network. So if you are interested in, if you need a little bit of help with your business, go to Higgs.Digital to do that. Uh, thanks again for uh, for Tim, for being on the show with Hook Agency. Thank you for the PCA for producing this show. Uh, and thank you, the listener, for uh, for, for, for tuning in. We're coming up. I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm getting close to two years on the show. So I'll have to have a big bash when I hit my two-year mark. This has been Paint Ed. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.